Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Episode six forty four. Brain candy podcast. Six hundred and forty four. Sarah yes. and I have begun the process of um, oh. sort of preparing for our spinoff. You know, uh, yes. things we got wrong. Yes, of and which was, there is a plenty. Yeah, things we, we got get wrong a lot of this. things wrong. Yeah, who doesn't? I was telling Sarah how much trepidation and um, procrastination existed in regards to starting the process of listening to the old oldies but crappies. Yeah. I it was so scary to even begin. What is it that scares you the most about it? I think is it like yeah. Go ahead. Well, I think all this time I've tricked myself into believing I'm very self-assured and confident <laughs> but the the thought of listening to myself being ridiculous and foolish and whatever else wrong but that's fun it's human it is but i realized like maybe i'm not as confident as i thought because uh-huh. when i listen i'm like oh i don't i don't like her at all what meaning uh, me yeah well the first few were like I'm I'm very formal, I feel like. Well, at least, you know, this now really like, was Yeah, whatever, your... this is a break any podcast. <laughs> we're like, bam, 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 bam. Before we were like, welcome, I'm Susie Meister <laughs> and I'm Sarah Rice. But you had never done a podcast before, so that's, I think that's fair to like yeah. have to get acclimated. But yeah. I had done my own, but I was still just yeah. like a goon. It's so yeah. embarrassing. But anyway, it'll be fun to revisit. Yeah. Yes. It'll be fun to revisit. Yep. Um, oh, all right. Is there anything you need to share before we begin? Hmm. No, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm nothing new under the sun, Suze. I don't know. Did some no, replanting. Did some, did some, had some fun gardening. Got my hands Did dirty. you? Where do nice. you garden at this house? Well, uh, you know what I do? I, it's so funny. You like know, like, you ask <laughs> questions that get, it, it make it so I, I answer with some of the most bizarre answers <laughs> to things that I do. Like, you know, just the right questions to, to ask, I guess, wow. because I don't know, you think about what would be involved in that. Well, consider yeah. that where she lives. Yeah. Uh, no, That's not right. really. So I get a kitty. I have a kitty pool that I bought from Walmart and I do it in the kitty pool. No. Yes. It's the most, it one it's of those- the most, it's big. It's one of those big plastic, just like outdoor, like wading pools, like that you not can get. They're like $15. Up, yeah. Not, not a blow up. Yeah. Just it's big plastic. enough where two people can sit in it really, but it's just me. And, uh, and yeah, bill for two, but, um, <laughs> and, uh, then you, you just do your, oil? you, you don't have to, no, you just use that to sit in while you do the gardening. So if any soil spills, it gets in the the you know the pool because why where else would it go on the like, ground yeah on the ground or like that? in a garage or like say like like uh, uh, Eli has a garden on his rooftop or his area mm-hmm. outdoor area is on the rooftop and you can't really sweep it off you're just sweeping it into a corner and then having to pick up the dirt you know so yeah. you got to do something with it to like keep the dirt contained also not get your patio dirty. Could what even do growing? it indoors if you wanted to. What's oh, in just a garden? lot of plants that I propagated. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That I cut the, the you know, the 
yeah, you know, did the propagation. Is this the time of year for that? No, it's terrible. This is exactly what I said to Eli. (laughs) I'm like, thanks for solving the open wound. I was like, we keep saying that we need to repot the plants and we are running out of time. I was like, we have like one month to do this and we are quickly like burning daylight over here. And (laughs) You know, I I said the same thing. I was like, soon it's going to be winter time, and then you can't do it. And then I tried to do that during winter, and one of my friend's plants, it died because I definitely (laughs) I know it was too early to in the spring, like right before spring. Timing is everything. Yep, it really is. And they need like summer, you know, like the real hot. It's so. Anyways, that's the only thing going on with me. Well, so um, use a kiddie pool. It's a very good idea. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, you're so inventive over there. Yeah, I don't think I'm the one first one to come up with this, but I probably saw it somewhere. Seems like the smartest <laughs> thing to do. Are you still one of those people that's real into Pinterest? Oh you my used god, to Susie, be. I still am. I'm on it probably I'd say like two days a week. I, I two nights like a week or something. You have like a during binge like, of like like I'll just like You'll just pin a bunch of shit. What'll happen is I will imagine I'll spend time fantasizing about whatever. One of two things will happen. One, I'll be looking for clothes to buy, like outfit ideas or whatevs, because I've I've done this new thing. Outfit ideas. Well, here's why. Hear me out. I read. I got. I emptied my closet. I got rid of so much freaking stuff. I'm sitting in front of a pile of so many clothes that just I was like, I don't wear. Because I saw this hack for people who have ADHD that you should hang up your clothes in outfits instead of get like, the heck out of here. So and I you're going to do this? I already did it. This is crazy. I have a whole section of my closet that's just outfits, and so I needed. So I was thinking about like, okay, what you know? I and sometimes when I buy clothes, I end up buying the same thing over and over and over, and I don't want to yeah. do that. So I. I I'm trying to like find things that go with pieces I like that I already have. So I'll Google like. You know, whatever like item yeah, I already own, like pink, capsule. like or like pink. I have a p- pair of pink jeans, so I was like pink jean outfits. And so I cannot believe you own pink jeans. Yeah, like, I don't know do any remember- other jeans. I need to get more <laughs> other jeans, but I do have. Do you pink remember jeans. the day that you bought them? Yeah, they're they're very cute. They're like faded pink. They're like they're and they're like kind of wide legged, cropped. You Take like me them. back. I would, but take me back to that day where you oh, see Oh, God, them. this would be so embarrassing. <laughs> Tell me. I'm... <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I'm walking through Target I'm to like buy weeping. some dog food. Oh, my God. And I go, hmm, I wonder what's in the clearance section. <laughs> of Target. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then I find the perfect pair of cropped, uh, uh, pink, like frayed hem, like pants that just look super cute. And they're only like $8.47. And then I don't know what size I am, but they happen to have two sizes right next to each other. So I buy both of them. You didn't. (laughs) You didn't. No, no. I have. Wait, they're right next to you. I think I can reach them. Uh, of course they are. <laughs> Why are they right next to you? This is the craziest part. Sarah's not even in like her bedroom. She is down in her basement where she records. Why would her pink jeans be down there? 
This is crazy. <laughs> if you're watching on Patreon, you are real cute. They're cute. They are. These are They're super like Pepto-Bismol, like proper like pink. high-waisted. They're like a good pink color. They're button. Come on. Oh, my God. I'm dying. I'm actually dying because now I can't take it anymore. And then, okay, so then I was like, now I have two pairs. Both of them fit, but one of them fits this, better. No, I call oh. my period pants. No, <laughs> you are lying. I swear. And I just now realize that they're also pink, which is kind of funny. Um, yeah, but they're like, I'm, you know, cause I get really bloated. Okay. So like, I have to have like two pairs of jeans that I save that are just like, these are the jeans this that is... you only fit into. And now like, so, I, what? Yeah. this is exactly what I'm saying about how you ask the question. Is, I mean, so now you're on, because you're like, right. a regular answer to that is like I bought it online, <laughs> <laughs> or I saw it in the store and I purchased it. But no, 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 no. And it's not like I I have never once gone to Target and been like I am here to buy clothes. But I always right. go to tar- Target for something else and end up going home with clothes. So I guarantee I went for something else. Susie, I can't <laughs> take this. So great. And now anytime someone sees you in the pink pants, they're going to be like, is she on her period or not? <laughs> it's so great. I can't take it. Oh, what am I? Oh, okay. See, this is the problem. You are cringe. You, you like are like. Feel I'm a cringy. cringe detector. Uh, you feel cringy about the things that you said before, and you're scared yeah. to listen to those. I yeah. feel cringy about the things I just said <laughs> ten seconds ago. <laughs> I don't know which is worse. It's so crazy. <laughs> oh god, I'm crying. Oh, okay, this is okay, so okay, funny. okay. I haven't even the- drank any of my wine yet. This is the best part. This is the pre. This it was is, just delivered. Oh god. Okay, listen, listen. Oh. The reason that I even asked that question is because every time that I see you post stuff on Poshmark, yeah, I look through it and I love seeing what you have for sale and what you've worn and everything. And um, I always think she must shop more than I think. Like, no, there's so many items. I know. All Here's the what happened. I yeah. did have a lot of clothes and I have just kept them all. I have hoarded all of them, which is what, right. Okay. Which is why I am getting rid of them. This pile is humongous. I'm staring at it right now. So are you serious? You're going to list all this stuff. It's not even up yet. It's not even up yet. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. This is so exciting for everyone. So much. Yeah. Okay. Well, whenever you list the pink ones, if you yeah. do, make sure you put like in parentheses, not the period <laughs> ones. Well, no, here's the funny thing is that I was wearing them the other day. I, they, like, I was like wearing the regular pink ones right. and I had the, the larger pair in my pile. of. I was like, I don't need two pairs. That's silly. Just keep one. Sure enough. Like today or something, my period's going to start. And right. I was like, so you kept the I got period one. So I just pulled them from <laughs> yeah. the pile and I will be keeping both pairs because I love them. <laughs> and I think that's really funny. And I didn't even realize that they're like it everything funny. that's funny about that. <sighs> it's like I'm a novelty <laughs> version of like a person. 
Yes. Why is this? I love it. That is I what I love do regular about things. No. Why does my brain do this? No. I had oh, this Lord. sign up in, in my like junior high bedroom that said, in a world full of copycats, be an original. And that is what you are. You well, are an original human being. There is. I just said this. There is no one oh, like you. But I do think that you... It's going to be like the Punai <laughs> thing where we think it, nobody else has this. And everybody else could be like, I have period oh pants. God. I yeah. have period pants. And, and it, it's, I am not going to be alone in this. So really, no. I probably... I am just the one who vocalizes these things that we probably all do. Who knows? I should probably save this. Well, I'll save the details for our spinoff. But let's just say... I realize now why people need a poo knife. Oh, I cannot wait for this. I have a child who is getting older. Oh, my God. And I think we are in for a real treat. (laughs) (laughs) I had a moment where I was like, oh, my God, this is why people have that. Time and time again, there's a difference between males and females. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, Sarah, I do think has more in-person shopping going on than I do, but maybe more than most people. I think you're more of an in-person shopper. Yes. Oh, yes. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because I, I got to feel the fabric. Okay. And at more and places like than on and stuff? Target. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was a real don't. problem when uh, when they shut down the dressing rooms everywhere for COVID. Ugh, I didn't know that. they did. Yes, every store and stupid Zara. Zara never has the dressing room open whenever they have a sale. So you have to buy the stuff, and then you try it on, and then I'm stuck with it. I'm still You're stuck kidding with two me. Because I missed the return window. They're like banking on people like me. They forget. shut down Correct. the dressing rooms. Yes. That is a red flag, people. Yeah. Like if they are like, you don't need to try this. Right. Try this item on. You love it. Yeah, that yeah that is... it. Luckily, I do love one pair of pants, but. Oh, my God. This is totally fascinating. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Bite, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Bite.com. Bite Clear Liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Great. I'm going to move on now. Um, yeah. You probably that's you probably meant to talk. There was probably other stories about Pinterest you had. Other no, things we were going to talk about. And not I just at all. I just, you, your I know that you love Pinterest and I've never been able to figure out like why people love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole, um, my whole answer was like fantasizing about some future like um, outfit. Like, outfit. But more than that, like I do it a lot with interior design too with like what I want my house to look like. And I'm like, oh, remember this. Remember this. Like. 
I have a whole section on like how book I want books to be displayed in this future house that I've like designed in my mind in a Pinterest board called, Oh, there will be books. (laughs) I can't, you're just, how is it that seven years later, you are still like this fascinating creature to me. It's just amazing. I assume you did not watch it, but have you seen the documentary episode about Manti Teo? This is football, football player. Yeah, okay, football I have been player. saving this because okay. I would I Eli is a football fan. Oh, okay. And so I would I was like, I'm gonna watch this with him. But I okay. have this saved because man, does this look interesting. And you know how we love a good sports story, a sports doc. And this has to do with like kind of social like pressures and stuff like that. Tell me everything. Well, I haven't even there, seen it, but I'm just so excited. It, we're going to have to have a little bit of a spoiler alert because yeah, yeah. to adequately talk about it, I do have to reveal one thing that is uh, crazy. I remember when this story went viral. This was in like 2012 where Manti Teo um, supposedly had a girlfriend who died and then he like dedicated his season of football to her Um and then it was revealed that there was no girlfriend. It was a hoax and it went viral and everyone went bananas about it. But I, I, I thought that he had been catfished, but I definitely didn't know the details of like how it happened and whether or not he was in on it. Because there was all this questioning of like, did he kind of, did he know that this person wasn't real or not? And that's where it left off for me. And so when I pushed play on this baby, I was like, what the fuck happened? Really? It is absolute bonker bananas. I can't even. Wow. I feel so bad oh, for that guy. I can't wait. You feel so bad for the guy? Yes. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. What a sweetie pie and like ugh, just naive and like faithful, you know, so like he was um he's a mormon he's polynesian he's, oh yes um but mormons kind of like fucking took yep. over all the so <laughs> so um he and his family are mormon which you know often means uh chastity and mm-hmm. virginity until mm-hmm. marriage in this mm-hmm. very um traditional dating idea yeah. yeah well okay so they they begin the documentary oh, so with good. like that thing where like the people come in to be interviewed and they sit down on the chair and you're watching yes. it as the viewer. Yeah. So you see Manti Teo sit down, you see whoever sit down, and then you see this woman come to the chair and sit down. And she looks like kind of like the stereotype of a Polynesian woman, like very rotund. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way she looked was just like, imagine a Polynesian woman. And yes. that is what you would imagine. Yeah. And then she spoke and I said, that doesn't sound like a woman. And then you find out that this is a trans woman Uh who used to be a football player. What? And uh, who is the person who catfished Manti Teo. Oh, 
who now is transitioned and but is, at the time was a football player. No. At the time was a football player. What? Oh yeah. Whoa. And very successful, very good, and I think maybe even knew Manti Teo or was connected in some way, yeah. like tangentially. Wow. Oh man. And I just was like, I had no idea that there was this trans woman who had established this sort of online life where she was sort of able oh. to be her and true play self. It out that in a character. Yep. Yeah. I can see that. And it's just, and it's a, unfortunately, you know how, so like you will ask me, you know, as a therapist, do you like, is it okay for clients to do, you know, certain, like sometimes who, when they have like the doll, like the doll fetish, you know, or yeah. like thing. And you're like, yes. you know, what would you tell your client? I said, if it doesn't hurt anybody, if it's like harmless, yeah, good point. then go for it. Then it doesn't, yeah. this is not harmless. Right. That's a good point. Like if you're this having to choose I would between have, this, go get the doll. My God. Yeah. And this, I would, I would work with them to see how it could be affecting another person. And I would have to work really hard to increase empathy so that they see how pre- lying and pretending to be somebody else. I don't know if it's a crime, is it? No, I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. So I couldn't do anything. You can't like tell but somebody this hey, went, you're being catfished. This went on for three years. Wow. And every time he was like, uh, the football player, uh, Manti, was like, um, hey, you know, I want to meet you or FaceTime. It was all the catfishing playbook of like, oh, my phone's not working. Uh, uh, Can't Mm -hmm. you see me? I can see you. Um, But however insane you think the lies were, they were a million times worse. And... So much so that after the quote unquote girlfriend died and Manti Teo thought his girlfriend died. Oh my God. Cause it's probably the only way she saw it as an out. Yeah. Right. But then she missed him. No. And came back from the dead. What? She called him up and she was like, what? I'm not dead. What? And he was like, what? Oh my God. Could you imagine the freaking like, what would happen inside if you thought somebody that was dead and you went through that whole thing? Publicly, oh. too, not just personally in your own life. Everyone knew his girlfriend died. Oh it was on national news that oh my God. a member of Congress was like, Manti Teo, you're making Hawaii proud, like playing for your oh. dead grandma and dead girlfriend or whatever. Oh and God. so. So however crazy you think, it got crazier. And this poor guy truly had no idea. And his life was basically ruined. I cannot believe It's so crazy to me that those kind of cyber, like cyber, it's kind of cyber stalking or kind of cyber whatever you want to call it, crimes, aren't really punishable yeah like deception is legal man in person and online deception is legal that's true right so you can just say yeah you can say whatever you want you can say whatever you want oh my god that's oh god it's crazy you have to watch it 
But that's that same series on Netflix that last year had like the all the sports stories. It's called Untold is the series. And they had all those I, like I think I wanted to start it, but I knew if I did, I would not get up from the couch for the next like eight yeah, hours. Yeah, because they're cause all great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think I've opened this Pandora's box yet. Normally the stories are are more obscure, like um, you know, like the, the hockey team that was started by the mobster and like or the the female boxer who yes, ended up being, yes, yes, you know, yes, I whatever. remember that one. All those where you don't really know them to begin with, but then you get into it. Yeah. Whereas Manti Teo, I mean, that was viral. That was a viral situation, but like the press didn't follow up on like what actually happened in the same way they followed, they treated it in the first place. And the reason I think that they were so into the story to begin with is because yes. there were suspicions that he was gay. That he pretended he had a girlfriend because he's gay, which is not true. And so in sports, like you can't be, you know. And so. Oh, but really he just wanted to abstain from having sex because he was Mormon. So everybody was, oh, okay. Yeah. And so he he probably, there was a lot of him having this girlfriend. There was a lot rioting, like uh, invested in it, like. Yeah, invested in in well, and because she real. is Polynesian, also Samoan, I think he there's a lot of trust from that too. That like we have yeah. shared community yeah. and culture, yeah. and all the references are the same, and it built trust. Yep. Anyway, it oh is bonky. You gosh. have to watch it. So good. I can't you wait. Yes, it. it's it's saved. It's one of the things where I was like, ooh, okay put this on the yeah you got eli will love it too it is just something else okay here's a question this is not a news story this is from peg meister my mother oh fun and (laughs) we don't agree on anything like in terms of politics or religion but like every so often there will be something that that overlaps and i'm like i wonder if sarah and the brainiacs will share that point of view My mom was at the dentist and it's one of those things where like in the building, there are other offices. And so she asked where the restroom was and the lady told her it was down the hall and, um, Peg went in and didn't know that it was unisex. It wasn't told to her that this was just the same bathroom for everyone. And it wasn't just a singular bathroom for one person. It's come one, come all, but unisex. Okay. Okay. So stalls yeah. and pegs in their peeing and she heard somebody come in and it ended up uh, being a man and and she was just like surprised by it and sort of like they probably should have told me and I kept like thinking about it and I was in agreement with her but mm. especially because there were urinals in this bathroom right by the sink so if she had Not come okay. out of the stall right and was going to wash her hand You're and some man's dick. dick is out not okay okay so i just want to know don't you agree that if it's a yes. unisex bathroom 100%. urinals gotta go At, gotta go i gotta don't want to see anybody's genitalia there's never a situation period. where no i'm not into it right yes okay and i think about like, there just needs to be an announcement. Like, there needs to be some sort of signage or indicator that this is a unisex bathroom because there is definitely different stuff that I do in the mirror or, like, like in that. I mean, I've, like, fixed my clothes where i got to, like, reach up and, like, adjust a bra strap or something. Of I don't course. want anybody, like, walking. It's all in. intimate. It's all you know? intimate. 
Yeah. And I, I don't mind if it's unisex, but I do mind if somebody's dick is out where I'm trying yes. to wash my hands. Absolutely. Or any that. genitalia. Right. Of any kind. Right. Could you imagine if they put a woman, like a, a, someplace where you would squat right next? No. It'd be crazy. Like, have they just not thought this through at this no. dentist office? They de- They. Mm, Why would you make one bathroom and then make it multi-people, multi-person, and add a urinal? I don't feel like we should be doing a urinal in any situation other than a sporting arena. And even then, it's like, Why? Why are we doing that? Why can't you just use the bat? What's the... Well, it's a speedy delivery. I know that. They love that. Yeah, but like... We, if that's the case, then we, we don't, there, I don't, I don't like it. Okay. There's good. no like female equivalent. It's not so like if you have a, right. a bathroom and you have like what, four stalls and like three urinals, that's like seven people can go to the bathroom. But then the women's one, you just have four stalls. Yeah, get those fucking urinals out. That makes sense as if there's like a significant difference in the ratio of males to females, you know. Okay, but then have a separate section for urinals because most um, women can't use a urinal. Right. And exactly that. I mean, I'm told like I, I, I just think like, what's the yeah? Why? Why are we putting them in there? Of all people, for this to happen to, it really, really shouldn't have happened to Peg. Oh my god. I don't like it. Oh, uh, what I, I don't want to see what any guy does after he pees because they all have like, it's fine. But like, I don't then want to then think about, you know, they all have like an after peeing ritual, like how many times they shake it, what they do to it after like something, every <laughs> single one. And I do not want to be taking mental inventory of some random dudes after Ew. pee ritual yeah just because like yeah. that's how my fucking mind works like and once i see it i can't unsee it so like we I'd don't like want to know. not see it i don't even know who i'm mad at like i don't I mean either mad at about this probably one, signs but... lack thereof <laughs> no i'm mad at whoever thinks a urinal goes in a okay, unisex that I bathroom agree with. I, a urinal does not go in that's the qu- that is the question here like that's all we're at does a urinal go in a unisex bleh, does a urinal go in a unisex bathroom? Yes or no? Maybe behind a door, you could send them all back there behind a door, behind one a big door. door. Yeah, but then every time they have to open it and close it, and then it's, ugh, no, no, no. Okay, but at least in a corner, not by the sink, for Christ's sake. I don't right. want to see the uh, No, dick. not at all. We're, we're, we're drawing the line. It's yes or no. <laughs> it's not in there. We don't need them in there. They need the same number of, of, ew, okay. I just thought of something, though. Tell me. If it's Uh-oh. a unisex bathroom and I have to share a bathroom with men who pee. Yep. It's going to get grosser. They're going to get that on the seat. We're screwed. They need a urinal. <laughs> they can have a urinal. I don't want them. You're right. It's got to be a separate section. Urinal That's the area. only answer to this. This has yeah. not been thought out at yeah. all. Who did this? It's... It's the thing where, you know how like restaurants now like don't give you the straw and they act like it's because it's environmentally friendly. It's like that. This is just like, we only have to make one bathroom now because it's unisex, but then they like don't give a shit really. They're just like, put it all in there. Pads, tampons, urinals. I don't. Have at it, everybody. Good luck. 
Yeah. Funny. They always have urinals, never have pads and tampons that Isn't are Isn't that interesting? Working, so, hmm. Hmm. Okay. Something to think about. Yeah. I'll tell you what I do love, though. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I love Green Chef food. Ah. This reliable, well-sourced, healthy. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of Peg Meister, Peg is the she says it with a Pittsburgh accent. So when we go out to eat or whatever and she wants the salmon, she'll always say, do you have wild Alaskan? Wild. Like it's wild, but she means wild. wild. But she has a Pittsburgh accent. So it sounds like she's saying wild. Um, But Green Chef has wild Alaskan salmon, wild caught sockeye salmon. And they have wild um, Alaskan salmon. And and I'm wild by it. Yeah. Um, And they have organic chicken, organic ground beef. It's super high quality products. And let's, let's look at some of these recipes, shall we? Let's gosh, you're gonna make me hungry. Yes. Garlic mashed potatoes. I'm already hot roast style gravy, beef tenderloin, pecan crusted salmon with creamy kale and roasted kale. That's the one. It's so good. And you think, how could I make such a fancy meal? You can. Yeah, easy. You actually can. They have um, a bunch. They have like 24 recipes that you can choose from each week. So you can mix and match. You can find different preferences. Like maybe one week you're vegan. Yes. Maybe next week you're keto, whatever. You can do that. And they you can customize it in that way. Um, they send you the ingredients right to your door. Number you know, one I love meal the no kit. No food waste. No food waste. Love it. What are you, vegan, vegetarian, whatever, whatever, Everything. whatever. Time saving recipes, and it's really delicious. Yes. Pre made, pre measured, everything, everything. Yes. Um, let me give you the deal. Hold on. Yeah. Let me find it. Go to greenchef.com slash braincandy135 and use code braincandy135 to get $135 off across five boxes and your first box ships free. Go to greenchef.com slash braincandy135 and use code braincandy135 to get $135 off across five boxes and your first box ships free. Deal. I know. You're welcome, people. You're welcome. welcome. All right. So I'm glad we settled that about the urinal thing. Yeah. Um, Did you see in the New York Times about the uh, black professor? He is a professor that specializes in sort of like um, inequality in the housing market. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And he got his house appraised. It was appraised at 400-something. And that didn't sound right because that's basically what he bought it for many years ago. Yeah. So he had his uh, white professor friend come. Mm -hmm. They took down all the black pictures, people, black uh, family members and all that off the walls. Mm -hmm. Took down like the Black Panther art. Any thing that was like an indicator or like a a, a signal. Identifier. Identifier, Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was... um, was then appraised at seven hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, almost twice as much. My God, unbelievable! Because I mean, this is awful. Yes, uh, I mean, it's a hundred percent racism. That's all it is. That's all it is. That is all it is. And I bet this would be consistent, of, uh, like a lot of different. Uh, appraisers would do the same thing. Do you think when they do it that it's um, unconscious bias or do you think it's sort of like, eh, 
I hate these people and I want to screw them. No, I think it may be unconscious. That is a big difference. For I don't know. I have thing. no. I have no idea. Where is this? I don't either. This was in Washington D.C. Oh. So, for Could example, one of the one of the differences was um, there was they have like a busy street close by, and the first appraiser knocked off fifty thousand dollars because of that. But that's not industry standard. Industry standard is like fifteen thousand oh, or something. That seems. See, that seems. Inte- yeah. That seems like. You're just discriminating. You're looking for ways. Yeah. And the appraisers, the whole system's messed up because they have so much leeway. So, like, they look at comparables. So, like, in the area, a certain distance, what did this house sell for that's similar? But they do have some leeway in terms of, like, which houses they choose. Right. And so the first appraiser picked all these, like, fixer-upper garbage homes and then the second one picked ones that were similarly updated. And so oh, it definitely feels like yeah, it's some not good. Well, ooh. either way it's racist whether it's conscious it's, or unconscious. It, either way, and I'm like I feel like you know, if I were a person of color, I would only want to have an appraiser who was also a person of color. I would not well, trust any white yeah. person to be well, like. Well, good luck finding one. That's the part. Like, go so deep because then you say that and you're like, this is why everything has to be changed systemically because the people who even teach the information, then the people who are in those positions, and then you can say even the tests, the people who yeah. to get where they yeah. are, like those the are rot inherently runs racist deep. too. So it really fucking deep. Yeah. I think it was like. Fucking five percent of appraisers are are people of color or non-white oh people, yeah. um, so it's so hard to even find somebody like that. And this is a professor, right, of this very thing, right. So imagine people who have fewer resources and knowledge about this particular situation, redlining and all that jazz. Yeah. So that was in the New York Times. They're gonna they're suing the good um, appraiser praising company, but we'll see what happens. Maybe it'll make people more aware of it, though. Okay. Yeah. Let me open That's what they need this. is the people, like, just the people who are and to have, like, an awareness that they're doing that that could be happening and just make sure that they're being fucking equal. Well, it's, it's really sad that you would even have to take down pictures of your own family. Yeah. Just to sell your home or whatever. Mm. Um, okay. This was sent to me by a brainiac who heard us talking about the goldfish art exhibit. Oh, yes. That guy. Okay. And this... Okay. This one was done Mister, in... Mr. I'm going to make sausages or meatballs out of my own fucking fat. That Wait. Guy. Was that the same guy? Yeah. Yeah. Because he did the goldfish one and then he did that one. Well, this one, she said that story reminded her of this. This was in 1974. And you've definitely seen this artist. Her name is Marina Abramnovic. She's Serbian. And do you you ever see that viral clip of like she, she sat at a table and just like stared at people for a certain period of time and then the next person would come and she just stared at them and they would lock eyes. And then eventually like... Her former lover sat down at the table and what 
it's just like one of those clips that people shared a lot. Anyway, it's her. And this is in 1974. She um, had had placed like a table of 72 objects. And she said people, like there was a rose, a feather, perfume, honey. But then there was also scissors, a scalpel, metal bar, a gun loaded with a bullet. Ah, yes. And she sat there or stood there for six hours and said anybody could do whatever they wanted with those 72 objects to her body. Oh, my God. And like it started, as you might imagine, very tame. Like, Oh, my God. Like putting a rose on her, like using olive oil on her or something like that. And then over time, it's like someone so would try to... everybody's got to one-up the person before them. Yeah. So they started like touching her intimately. Um, then eventually they used the razor blades to cut off her, all of her clothes. Oh, God. And then they um, slit her throat. With? one. With- I guess the razor blade, one of the items. They put like thorns in her stomach they oh my God. hit her with some of the tools, sexually assaulted her. Um, and then at one point, somebody held the gun to her head, which had a bullet in it. Oh. And she was fully prepared to die for this art exhibit. And then, like, some of the other people in the audience, like, intervened and then, like, had a brawl with, like... Because oh the person God. was like trying to put her finger on her, the trigger to kill herself. Oh my like, God. Oh my God. Lord oh my of the God. Flies type stuff. Oh my stuff. God. And this then, is, in a way, as, as, I mean, in a way, this is what art is kind of for. Right. That, that there is, art is kind of, this is fucked up to say, but like art is a way to kind of like do an experiment without adhering to the rules, laws, and regulations of an experiment. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. They don't have to be ethical. This is so unethical. That's interesting. I didn't think about it like that. That's so true. Because you do see, like, how does um, human behavior... Mm-hmm. Right. Um, manifest. And we saw the other version of like the fish where we said, oh my gosh, that person afterwards is going to like need some freaking counseling because they just like murdered a fish without like wanting to, you know. And yeah. Like. Here's what she said afterwards. Um, what I learned was that if you leave it up to the audience, they can kill you. Um, I felt really violated. They cut up my clothes, stuck mm. rose thorns in my stomach. One person aimed a gun at my head and another took it away. It created an aggressive atmosphere. Mm -hmm. After exactly six hours as planned, I stood up and started walking toward the audience. Everyone ran away to escape an actual confrontation. Mm -hmm. They were unable to face her as a person. Oh, my gosh. It's It's, profound. It is. And in a way, you've because you've placed yourself as this, this, you've objectified yourself you've turned yourself into part of the scene yeah. 
people have then dehumanized you and, and treated you in like an object, which then is fucked up about how we treat. Oh, God, it's really messed up. Yeah. I mean, and this to me feels more like art than the fish thing, though, because yeah. she, it sounds crazy, but at least she consented to it. She designed mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And agreed to and believed in this project. Mm-hmm. Those fish didn't. I really want to see what this table looks like. What's her name? Her name is Marina Abramovich. Abramovich. Yeah. yeah. Or Vic. Serbian conceptual artist. Got it. Wow. Do you, does she look familiar to you? She also, actually, yes. Yeah. She does. She's famous now, but she does. at that time, As she an was older not. person, she looks famous. Yes, 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 yes. But you would think, I mean, we've participated in the challenge. We've done things that involve like groupthink syndrome and mm-hmm. mob mentality and all that. Oh, I see. So all you the would objects. think, like, wow. you would think we would, this wouldn't shock us, but like, what do you think it is about human beings that cause us to push that line and keep. <sighs> Seeing what we can get away with, seeing what will be tolerated. You know, I, I, I was thinking about teenagers the other day and how there is this age. I was thinking about like the things I did when I was a teenager and how there's this natural period of time where we are, uh, I don't know, like almost designed to like push the line and like see where the edges are and like make kind of dumb mistakes while we still are like have other people support us to kind of like take care of us and how that's kind of like an important part of the learning process. Mm -hmm. But it's hard. Like what, where that line is, is different for, everyone. And I wonder if there's, I don't know, I think maybe in a world with un, without a lot of control, like I, maybe that's partly why teenagers do it. It's like they, they, oh, I have control over this. So I'm going to like control like my limits, like what, how, how mm-hmm. fast I'm taking this car, whatever they do. Like my brother, like freaking totaled a, my mom's car. When he was 15, before he even had a driver's license, like seeing how fast you can go in a neighborhood, like, you know, kind of pushing it. And like, but I feel like there's in a world where, or I feel like the less control we have over our lives, the more likely we are to try to get that control in any other way that may be very unhealthy. And I feel like when that opportunity is given to like feel like you're in control, that for people who are often unfamiliar with that feeling or feel out of control in many areas, like they go too far, like they don't know where the line is. It's so disturbing. Not often, but like some, not often at all, but like can't, like in this situation. And then like. Especially probably because it's sanctioned, like that she was, she gave them this. 
yeah. you know, carte blanche to... And like if somebody says, you're allowed to do whatever you want with these items, I feel like people are going to try to do the most extreme things with those items. Possibly you're going to have those people who are like, well, I want to see what I can do with these extreme things. Let me propose a hypothetical, like Ugh, theoretical so thing. so fucked up. Let's say that um, she had like a, a sign up, I think it's said, here are 72 objects, blah, blah, blah. Like it mm-hmm. explained the, the mm-hmm. exhibit. And I think the final line was, you know, I take full responsibility for those six hours from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. If somebody did shoot her, do you think that would be, you couldn't Ugh. go to jail for murder for that? Just because somebody says they take full responsibility, somebody, just because somebody says you can kill me does yeah. not mean that you then have permission to kill them. Yeah, that's true. So you can't, you, the, no. Yeah, you're right. You, in a way you're consenting, but you have to, you're, you're consenting to what, with, to what falls within the lines of the Yeah, law. you're right. Because even if we included it under assisted suicide, some right. places that's not legal. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. that's interesting. So it's whatever is is legal within the eyes of the law. There. I was thank you to Natalie the Brainiac who sent that to me because yeah. I I am shocked that I'd never heard that since it's so old. It's so long ago. It's very that is really troubling how it escalates Ooh. too. It's not like people directly go for the gun or the razors or whatever. Right. Like they um. It's the frog in boiling water thing. And and I, you know, now you can, I, I, I don't want people to get angry about this, but I heard this from basketball fans who were talking about what team has the worst, like most aggressive fans, like of basketball fans oh, yeah. that are the worst. And I, I remember heard you telling the Utah me Jazz. Right, and people I've heard say that. that because there's not a, a lot of outlets for like emo, like anger or emotional expression or like these negative emotions that, given an opportunity and an arena or setting that allows for it, they like go all out and like maybe because it's a little repressed, like don't know where the line is, and so I wonder how this experiment would change based on where you did it, when you did it, who you did it with, and if there were. Yeah, people like if you were very free, and like if you did this with a bunch of like tattoo artists and piercers, I wonder if they would be so inclined to like do harmful things. If you did this with people who were like, I don't know, like exposed to more yeah. violence or yeah, whatever, or um, boundary pushing type stuff. Yeah. yeah, this wouldn't have been as appealing, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I'm, I have no clue. I'm just saying it would be interesting to see how that would change because the audience and who's participating is such a big part of the outcome. Yeah. I've, mm-hmm. I, I've, it has to change. Context What women would do everything. to women is much different than I think what a man would do to a woman given no limitations. Hmm. It's interesting. God, it's fucked up to think about. Makes for a really good art because I get it. I, I mean... Hers didn't offend me or upset me as much as the fish. Me neither. Which I I guess is weird, but. Yeah. Because Um, they're willingly, they're like, they know what they're doing. You don't know that the blender's on. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Um, I watched on, I think, HBO. They have a documentary about the uh, princess die. It's called The Princess. Oh, yeah. This was so interesting because, you know, every era sort of has a style of documentary that exists Mm -hmm. and you can see like patterns. If you watch a lot of them, you see like what's in style. Mm -hmm. And this one was so um, different because there was absolutely no people talking to the camera. None. Uh It was just footage from the moment that Princess Diana came on the scene dating Prince Charles up until she died. And so they're playing like news footage. They're playing interviews, um, paparazzi footage, all of that. And like the, the words that come out are from things that have already been broadcast. Um, so there was no like talking head. There was no person sort of driving the narrative or whatever besides the, the director and the editor. And like, you would think this is a subject that's been sort of talked about to, to no pun intended, to yeah. death. Yeah. But because she was so beloved, I mean, I feel like we've just talked about her ad nauseum. Yeah. Yeah. But it was still so compelling because you forget. Yeah. And there's a lot that I don't know. I was like right at that age where I, I was almost so young that a lot of the details and what, what I think the how aggressive the paparazzi really were was kept was something that was kept for me. I know one of my mom's good friends in Italy is an Italian paparazzi guy who I want to say was there when she died. And so she would always talk to him about it. Like, you know, they, she kind of like told me what it was like and how aggressive they were and how, and he would talk about that and, Wow. Well, if he was there, I mean, he's certainly yeah. part of the problem. Oh, for sure he is. His name's Reno Badilotti, and he is like, uh, yeah, That's I feel like what he, he even, does. Yeah. Well, his and- name is, he was referred to as the king of paparazzi. Good Lord. Yeah. He okay, totally so is part of the problem. I'm just like everyone else. Like my instinct is to be 
uh, very condemning of what they did because it was mm-hmm. very disturbing. And at the funeral part or sort of like the memorial where like the public just sort of like congregated to like mourn her death, mm. this one person, like there was someone filming it that I'm watching. And then this guy in the crowd was like, you looked into the camera and was like, you're the reason she did, you did this, mm-hmm. like the media. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, but... The only reason they're doing it is because you we did. all buy right, it. Right, right. We you, buy the magazines. Also, yep. We read TMZ. We all watch the footage. You're we, so right. It's not the fucking paparazzi of the media. It's also consumers. Yep. And so that's yep. the part I think people just don't really want to... Who is the onus on? Who is? Who <sighs> should be responsible the establishments that profit from it or the well, people that can't get enough. And didn't it change after this? There were like some rules that the royal family had about. Well, they made a deal. Right. Made a deal. Yeah. They said, we'll give you access at specific times. We'll provide some pictures that you can mm-hmm. use. Then you won't be able to follow us. It shouldn't be allowed that we can do that. Yeah. That is, I agree with you. It should be legislated. Yeah. Yeah. We need things to catch up with how fast, like, and it's too easy for overnight a random person to become a celebrity. So you need this law to be like, like this has to, it, it does, it, it can't be only reserved for royalty or for celebrity. There needs to be no different. It's just you can't take random picks and stock and then like sell like I, it doesn't matter. I don't even care if you're like a person in the public eye. Technically, she, we all fucking are now. Just to refresh your memory, this is a woman who was 19 years old when she got engaged to Charles, who was um, 11 or 12 years older than her. So he's like 31 and she's 19, and her. Oh. Uncles or somebody was like, we can vouch for her virginity. Oh. Like this was still that era where it was like she has Fuck to be no. chaste. And he didn't love her. He loved Camilla. He only married her because she was a suitable person to be queen or whatever. Mm. And it was just so disturbing oh. to see the ways that the system yeah. caused it. The most profound line I thought from it was somebody who said, when you put a modern person, meaning Diana, into an ancient institution and it destroys the modern person, you have to start asking why we have this institution. It's so outdated and archaic, even just the fact that her children were not allowed to cry at the funeral <gasps> procession, like just this what? sort of, they basically were raising sociopaths. That is what you're doing when you do that. When you say you cannot have normal human emotions, you're raising oh, sociopaths. You're raising people when you repress one thing that they're going to take it out on people and, and not know how to control those emotions and other things. Exactly. Like we were talking about, like what's her name with the people. Exp- Come on. Yes. And when you think Jeez. about Charles, who clearly kind of has these, mm-hmm. like, at least a lack of empathy and um, 
Andrew, who is uh, a known alleged yes. child predator, um, the queen did a great job doing her job for the monarchy and raising sociopaths. Thank God Diana stopped the buck and has right. two kids that like seemingly at least right. have an understanding of, you know, guilt and compassion, at least right. on some level. Oh it's so disturbing, Sarah. It really is. Oh, Lord. Yeah, we need to get rid of that whole thing. I said to Adam, because, you know, he's English, and I was like, it's so bizarre, this whole situation. And and we were saying how, especially because they don't even have power anymore. Not right. Like, they just have a bunch of houses. parliament. Right. It's not like it used to be where the monarchy was actually how they ruled. Right. This is all just for for fucking no reason. This is for, like, fun parades. But, come on. Sell commemorative plates. Yeah. And I love it. You know me. I love Meghan Markle. I love the I whole scene. It's a fascinating world. But like... Come on. Let's evolve. Right. Right. Maybe when she kicks the bucket, yeah. Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, I think so. And Charles. Yeah. This is like everybody still having that Thanksgiving where like we all still get dressed up and everybody has like their place seats at the table just because grandma wants that. And then grandma dies, and they're like, all right, we're eating in front of TV. We're eating, watching football. We're eating on TV dinners in front of the television now. And uh, wear whatever you want. I hope so. But I thought that about racism, and um, I was wrong. I was waiting mm. for a generation to die that oh, well. um, apparently I was wrong about what was happening with this, racism. I think you're correct. That is you know what so I mean? Like you, I really convinced you. myself, we just have to let those people die off. It's like, Oh no, they indoctrinated a whole new generation. Correct. Oh, that's got great. it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Anyway, let's wind yeah. down. Shall right. we? Well, that was fun. <laughs> Another uplifting episode <laughs> of the break. Caddy podcast. But you're hey, welcome. You learned something. I learned a lot about Sarah's pink jeans. <laughs> oh my God. That was so funny. That was Oh, that was so funny. I, I bet I you all good. can relate. Yes. I bet if they don't have period pants, I know a lot of people have like my f- quote fat jeans, you know, like yeah. those kind of things where they like depend on what size I am, you yeah. know, they keep them all. Yeah. I'm more bloated. I'm going to yeah. definitely like, I think be wearing those. It's a woman, human experience. Yeah. Yeah. So those are not <sighs> for sale on Poshmark because I am keeping those, but a bunch of other stuff will be. What about Manti Teo's? Oh my God. Insane. I can't wait the way, to that, watch that. That trans lady that catfished him, that bitch is not sorry. Oh, <gasps> really? She's sorry, but okay. she's not sorry. Oh, I can't wait to see it just for the apology, not, apo- not apology, apology. She's not sorry. Oh, I can't wait. Because I think she had... A, a lot of hardship. Yes. You know? I think this is like, oh, yeah, these are the same kind of people who, pro- oh, yeah, who probably so made me she, feel awful. I know what they say about people like me. Yep. There, and, <coughs> oh, excuse me. In my experience, I, as you know, had a, a trans stepchild and in my first marriage. And that experience of being isolated and um, confused, <coughs> all the stuff that goes with mm-hmm. do you need to let it out no I'm good I'm oh good. okay because i've been there i'm just letting you giving you the free path um that experience of isolation and confusion and all that stuff it can make you out of touch with 
you know, maybe like social behaviors that are acceptable, social norms. Yeah. And all that stuff. And I think that's what was cooking here where you're just so in your own head. That you're worried about. Yes, for sure. They like survival and, and. I don't know. Just coping with coping because it's takes, terrible. Yes, yes, takes takes center stage. Yeah, and so other people do not, and then you can create problems sometimes. That makes sense. Anyway, yeah. I don't want yeah. Sarah to keep coughing. I feel bad. So let me just do the roundup, which is that yeah, we had a unisex yeah. bathroom debate. So oh, I want to hear what you guys definitely want to hear about that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, the black house appraisal racism. Yep. Then the crazy art exhibit with 72 nightmare. Look up that picture. That picture is crazy of all the items. Yeah. Um, will you please check out our merch and see if you like anything? Um, will I promise. And check out our Patreon, which is where the video of Sarah's pink pants will be. Oh my gosh. Just that hilarity. Oh, it's so funny. I think about those videos. They are so funny and all of our reality TV content. We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye.